0: Well hello everyone and welcome back to Pixels, the show where we talk about video games. We do a panorama of what's been happening in the past couple of weeks. Usually we took last episode off because it was basically the holidays and we were having fun with our families and didn't want to spend all this time working, recording shows, but we're back and we're going to be doing a special episode today. Um, We're going to be talking about VR and Oculus and uh, Activision buying MLG and all of this, Uh, but we're also going to be doing a little bit of a panorama of 2016 and what we're looking forward to the most in that uh, coming year, as well as what we enjoyed the most in 2015. It's one of those End of year, beginning of year show. So I hope you'll enjoy that. And uh, I'm Patrick Beja. I didn't mention this at the beginning of the show. And in order to help me make sense of the past year and the coming year, I have the person that it seems I can't get away from in podcasting these days, Garrett Weindroll. How are <laughs> you doing?
1: I'm doing good, Patrick. Because as uh, as you said, I have chased you down, and you cannot escape.
0: <laughs> well, it was so Overwatchers uh, last week, then yep. the instance last week, and now Pixels.
1: Uh, yeah, man, it's uh, we're 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 hitting it hard, hitting it fast. Uh, it is the, the French American duo coming at you.
0: <laughs> I, I'm going to confess to you uh, something very intimate, Garrett. Oh boy, where's this I, go? I enjoy uh, recording shows with you. Oh, oh, okay. and well, that's, that's cool. as intimate as it gets for a podcaster. So
1: there you go. Apparently it does. So, wow, <laughs> Magic, geez, put a podcast ring on it.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh well, I mean, you know, that that happened when we decided to do uh Overwatchers together. We, we were committed. So now we're expending on that commitment. It's beautiful. <laughs> bro it love. Is. It's a wonderful thing. Yes, bro love. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i hope everyone had a wonderful holiday season but uh now it's uh ter- it's time to get back to video games and talking about news and talking about all of this honestly 2015 was a pretty amazing year for video games i think the um the, the consensus for everyone is that it was really good no matter what type of video game you like you probably had uh, enough to fill your plate for the whole year and um, you know 2016 is looking like it's going to also be a pretty amazing year so we're going to go over the 2015 part relatively quickly. We don't want to do, um, you know, game of the year or anything like that, because really it's so personal these days that it's difficult to, to say this one game was the best game there was in that year. it feels like in, in cinema, I'm not saying it, it works better in cinema, but it feels like it's a little bit, uh, easier to get a consensus on, all right, this movie is the movie of the year. Uh, Fury Road, by the way, in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, but in games, it, it, there's really a, a, a very wide, uh, uh, you know, palette of likes and dislikes and types of games. I don't know why it's so different from movies. I guess it isn't. There are you know older oh, movies about that are. Hey,
1: Patrick, as yeah. someone wants to do a movie podcast, of which uh, I almost always disagreed with you. Um, <laughs> I, I think movies are exactly the same. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just we have one uh, award show that we hold to a higher standard over all the others, and uh, I feel like the vast majority just seems to have a lot of stock in.
0: I yeah I suppose so I think so the way it feels to me maybe I'm wrong but the way it feels is that in movies when you decide for the movie of the year usually people will say well that's not the one I would have chosen but I kind of can see it uh in 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 games you'll always you're always going to have a, a game that is chosen or I guess most people chose uh The Witcher 3 and and most people were saying yeah that that
1: works it's it's deserving
0: so yeah, yeah. No-
1: That I mean, you can have it. Obviously, not everyone's going to agree, but I feel like for the most part, we have similar uh, similar reactions in the gaming sphere. I I certainly had that because it was like Witcher Three. Yeah, well, I can't argue with that. It was a really good game. Mm. Uh, I did. I still haven't beaten it because it's massive.
0: (laughs) Um, Which is yeah, which is a good quality for these kinds of games. But uh,
1: yeah, all right. Well,
0: you know what? Anyway, we're not going to be doing the game of the year. Uh, we're just going to be mentioning a few of our favorite games uh, from the past year. And um, I'm going to start. I selected three of them with a special mention. Um, th- do you have more than one?
1: Yeah, I mean, if, I, uh, if, I just, if we immediately just say uh, Witcher 3 was awesome, so we're not going to mention it anymore. Yeah, I have about three with a special mention as well.
0: Oh, cool. All right. What coordination? So the first one uh, for me is Batman Arkham Knight, which is, uh, I was a little bit wary of the this uh, episode because uh, I knew it was Roxetti, but I wasn't sure they would manage to keep the magic going after two wonderful episodes. But Arkham Knight really did it for me. The the script is not, you know, the story is not the best it's ever been, but the game is really engaging. I enjoyed uh, all of the batmobile missions including the tank ones which uh, apparently most people dislike Um, and i really went for everything there is to do in the game which is i don't think i've ever done in an open world ish game uh, like this one the only things i haven't done are are the stupid riddler trophies (laughs) i didn't go for those (laughs) Um, but that's the only thing everything else i have completed so batman arkham knight definitely one of my favorite games for the the last year
1: Nice. I haven't, uh, I haven't played it yet. I'm, uh, I'm waiting, for, waiting for a sale, then I'm going to pick it up, because I've enjoyed uh, every Batman game so far, even the, uh, the one everyone seemed to hate. I forget what it was called Origins? The, the one that yeah, Dark said he Origins. didn't do? It. I even, I even like Darkman Oranges. I, Origins, I don't know. <laughs> Darkman Oranges, I yes. think. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Arkham. Arkham Origins. Uh, I even enjoyed that
0: um all right so what's your your first uh oh should we should we do one person after the other yeah let's do that sure um so the second one, I think it will come to uh, as a, not a surprise uh, for anyone that's listened to the show for a few months. Uh, Destiny, the Taken King. I count it as a game for this year, even though the base game came out last year, because, you know, there's no reason not to. It's an expansion, and I think that can qualify for the a great experience you've had. Um And The Taken King, you know, I was obsessed with it for, I guess, two months. I was playing it every day. It was an amazing... I already liked Destiny. um, And it it was kind of like, back when it was just Destiny, vanilla Destiny, I I liked it apologetically. I was like, yes, I know it's broken, but I really like this and that aspect of it. And the gameplay is tight and all of this, but... For The Taken King, it is completely unapologetic. It is a ga- an amazing game, you know, when you get to that level. Uh, even before that, they fixed a lot of things. It is engaging, it is fun, it is long-lasting. Um, it's it's a fantastic title, and I think it's well-deserving of a favorite game of Patrick for 2015, um, without any caveat. So, The Taken King.
1: And then, um, the, I guess you've played The Taken King a little bit, right? It's actually on my list. Oh, amazing. I, uh, I really enjoyed The Taken King. I was one of, uh, one of the people who was hugely disappointed with the base Destiny. Um, all, honestly, not all that dissimilar with my experience with uh, the original Diablo 3 into Reaper of Souls. Um, and, and I think the Taken King did a lot of the things that Reaper of Souls did for Diablo 3 and making it what I think is now a, a fantastic game.
0: Yeah, I don't know that it has the lasting power of, of Destiny because they're not doing expansions like those mini DLCs they had throughout the year last year, which kept me coming back. I haven't played the Taken King for a couple of months at least. I did that stupid Sparrow racing thing, which wasn't really anything, um, but it's it for what it was at the time, it was amazing. Uh, third game was, uh, Dragon Quest Heroes, which was a complete surprise. It came out of nowhere. I've never liked, I've never played Dragon Quest games and I've never played, uh, uh, Sangoku Musou, which is the Romance of Three Kingdoms games, uh, that Dragon Quest Heroes is basically a spin, not a spin off, but, uh, 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 same style of games ba- made by, who is it? Omega Force, I think. Um, they also made the Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors uh, version Yep. and it, Dragon Quest Heroes was very surprising I spent a lot of time playing it it was a, an amazing fun uh, again great gameplay uh, no you know it didn't pretend it was the best game in the world but it was definitely fun and it, it it managed to work its fun into every moment of playing the game I really liked it so I it's probably the least uh, well known out of those three and I'd recommend you pick it up if you think you'd enjoy
1: an action game like that nice i actually know almost nothing about dragon quest heroes so you're making me want to go try it
0: yeah, it's so basically uh, what it is is you play different heroes that have that fight hordes and hordes and hordes of enemies. It's like hundreds of enemies and you decimate them with normal uh attacks and special attacks and super special attacks. And uh, there's a little bit of an element of uh, tower defense here and there to make the gameplay a little bit different from the Sengoku Musou games in general. Um but uh yeah, and you can capture some of the enemies and release them to hold some points and it's just it's just just fun you know it's not the game of the year it's a fun game a solid game so
1: there you Again, go. I've never dove into uh, Dragon Quest, but I've always wanted to just because it has the same artist as Dragon Ball Z.
0: Exactly, uh, Akira Toriyama, and that's also part of the enjoyment of this game. Of course, if you've played uh, the the RPGs, the Dragon Quest are RPGs. Uh, some of the heroes from those games are are included into this one, so you'll enjoy it even more because you'll uh, you know reconnect with some of your old flames from when you were younger. The the Dragon Quest games are kind of old, um, but yeah. So anyway, recommendation for sure. Dragon Quest Heroes Uh, and finally a special mention um, Heroes of the Storm is something that I dove into uh, late last year during the holiday season and I've played I think what is it like 50 hours 70 hours something like that in three Mm. weeks it's yeah does (laughs) that to you it it doesn't it just kind of creeps up it's it's pretty amazing and I've been meh on uh, heroes of the storm for a long time and uh, you know I I was playing it in the alpha when I was working at lizard and all of this and and for some reason I mean I've discussed this on on overwatchers I think and on the instance for sure why and how it clicked for me uh, finally and uh, yeah I, I couldn't not mention it because in the path in the last like the last uh, uh, line of the race of the year it turned out to be one of the games I've, I played the most um so yeah it it was it came through i think shogal that character you had to play with another person that got me back into it a little bit and then i played lily a little bit more and then you know i was anyway it's a it's a really fun game i really enjoy it now so i had to mention it (laughs)
1: um so yeah let's let's hear your list garrett well uh taking king was on it so i won't spend too much time on that i feel like i already kind of said my piece um but uh, a game that i am i'm terrible at uh don't play a lot of but just impressed the hell out of me had to make the list rocket league mm, um, yeah. just s- s- hilariously uh, seemingly came out of nowhere even though it is a sequel <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's kind of a it's not really a sequel but it's uh it's the the same developer and the same uh idea as how's it called like Rocket boosted cars playing football is the actual name of the game, or something like that. It's ridiculous. something like
1: that. Yeah, I, I forget. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean that game just it, it, it went. It seemingly came out of nowhere, became a hugely popular esports. Still is. I mean, they got picked up by ESL so quickly. Um, and it's just so such stupid fun. It's such an absurd concept that if like if, like if I'm at Thanksgiving and I try to explain it to my dad, he just looks at me with his head tilted <laughs> sideways and continues to not understand me. But <laughs> then like, when you, you get in and you try it, even if you're terrible at it, as long as you're playing with other people who are also terrible, it's a super fun game.
0: It's really amazing, I have to say. It is really surprising that this ridiculous concept can make you like first time i played it my my wife had to i usually i stay quiet because she's she'll be working uh, next to me or something like that and I, I i usually stay quiet when i was playing this game i couldn't st- stop yelling i was like yeah go ahead yeah, yeah, uh, no oh my god i didn't make the goal oh my god come on get back in it's like you know it was amazing
1: it has that effect on you, like yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh, as someone who was really never into sports, I'm assuming that's what that feels like.
0: I think <laughs> so. <laughs> so you got it for the with the PlayStation Plus promotion in August, was it? Or no, January? actually, I,
1: I just heard everyone talking about it and went and bought it on Steam.
0: Okay, yeah, so. Yeah. It, I think that was an example of the amazing, well-timed promotion with uh, PlayStation Plus. I, I'm sure it would not have gotten the kind of attention it did if it hadn't been given away for "quote unquote" free uh, at that point on PlayStation.
1: But, right. Uh, that's exactly what got everyone talking about it because that's when I bought it. At the time, I had let my uh, my PlayStation Plus subscription lapse, so I was like, "Well, all my all my uh, heroes of the storm buddies are playing it on PC anyway, so let's join." <laughs> um so i just had a such a good time with that game not playing it that much right now at, you know at this point because well if you do a bunch of shows about specific games you end up having to invest a lot of time into those games but mm. really like rocket league i would be remiss if i didn't have it on my list um for sure yeah probably All right, so yeah probably if i had a game of the year this would probably be it and everyone's going to groan because it made so many other game of the year lists but uh metal gear solid five definitely made it on my list um, if for no other reason, then I have never in my life given a crap about Metal Gear, uh, and I I was just floored by this game. I loved it to pieces. So it's,
0: uh, yeah, it's I it didn't work for me, but I completely understand that it is you know that kind of amazing amazing game. So
1: yeah, I just I, I liked I liked how methodical it was. I liked scouting a base and then executing on the really bad plan I had in my head, but somehow. <laughs> Uh, just I I, I that, I think that just that core gameplay loop is what hooked me last year uh, it would have been um, what was Lord of the Shadow of Mordor
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
1: had a various that was amazing, thing yeah. like mark my enemies move in all stealth like and take them all out and this year it was definitely Metal Gear Solid and, and I think part of it was is my expectations that I just wasn't going to like it because I've always looked at Metal Gear Solid from afar I've watched you know back in college watch my roommates play through them and I just sitting there shaking my head, like, why is everyone losing their mind over this? This is the stupidest thing
0: I've ever seen. <laughs> well, Gear Solid Five is a very different game from what it was, you know, back when you were in college. The the previous yes. episodes, for sure.
1: But uh, yeah, and I, I am uh, I am aware of that. But I don't know. It's just a it's a really tight game, and and I've I've talked about on my my solo show. Uh, uh that you know my mixed feelings of 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 some of the more that like social discussions to be had around that game particularly around their portrayal of women but well uh, yeah quiet is ridiculous quiet it, is just it, yeah it is absurd yeah, and absurd. and i had the same discussion there it's like listen i like hot girls i've got no problem with it but when it's the only girl it just sticks out like a sore thumb like yeah that that was uh, silly but i mean i
0: i don't think many people actively disagreed that it was silly so right
1: right right so so overall just had a had a fantastic time with that game and i actually like it one of the few games that i want to go back to and complete side objectives i may have missed it just, it, it had a special sauce that just totally hooked me understandable um, yeah. all right what's the next one well my special mention uh is uh, oh wait pro- is that three already yeah, because we, we kind of just moved past the Taken King. Cause,
0: oh, so the Taken King. Oh, MGS and Rocket League. Right, right, yeah, right. Rocket sorry.
1: League, Taken King, Metal Gear Solid. Makes sense. Yeah. So my special mention uh is Super Mario Maker. Oh, And interesting. it's my special mention mostly because I really haven't had a chance to play it to its fullest to really wrap my head around it because I don't own a Wii U. However, on Christmas morning, hanging out with my family, with my brother who has a Wii U, who got Super Mario Maker... I oh, def- I thought you, I thought you were going to say I got a Wii U for Christmas.
0: I no. was going to be like, "Oh my god, that's amazing."
1: No, 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 no. no. My brother has a Wii U. He got Super Mario Maker and it, it totally it rekindled that that Christmas morning feel of a new Nintendo game for me. Mm-hmm. And but then but then going in and seeing what it actually is. The game is brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant and everybody should play it. Yeah. No, I agree. It it is it is an
0: amazing game and it's very well deserving of a uh of a special mention at least.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just uh it's just it's magical. <laughs> it's the best way I can uh, I can explain yeah. it. Yeah.
0: It, it it has something that Nintendo puts in their games that is unlike anything you've you you experience uh, anywhere else. It's it is amazing, I completely. Yeah. And even. they
1: give you and they give you the keys to whatever that is. They give you the keys to the Mario Kart. And uh, <laughs> such un such and I I don't mean the Mario Kart. Right, uh,
0: right, right. Yeah, that's what I was uh
1: now I want Mario Kart Builder because um, I would be all over that. That, that would get, is interesting. That would get me to go out and buy a Wii U tomorrow and just apologize profusely to Katie <laughs> without, uh, for having not uh, cons- consulted her before making a large purchase.
0: <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good list. I like it. But let's move on to 2016. And uh, I've divided 2016 into different categories basically the ones we're just going to buy blind no matter what happens we want them um, the ones that we're just anticipating the ones we're not sure what to think of yet and um the sequels that I would like to see announced in 2016 uh, those are going to be interesting as well I think but let me run through that list a little bit uh, more quickly. Uh, the, the ones that I'm just going to buy no matter what happens, I think they're not going to be a big surprise either. Uh, a big surprise. I, I also have three games and a special mention. Um, the first one is obviously Uncharted 4. I think that it should be on everyone's list. Um, Street Fighter 5 which also that's maybe a little bit more personal, but I also add a caveat for Tekken seven and King of fighters 14. That's my, uh, fighting game fan, uh, speaking my inner fighting game fan going like, I want all the fighting games. But, um, uh, with the understanding that Tekken and King of fighters might not be as, you know, played for as long as, uh, the others. Hopefully if street fighter five all goes well, it's coming in like a month too. Um, those, I don't think, need a lot of discussion. The third one, however, uh, Persona 5 is a game that I I got into, basically the, the series, I got into it very recently or, you know, a few years ago when I got my uh, PlayStation Vita. It was, I guess, a couple of years ago with Persona 4 The Golden. And I don't think, you know, it's a game that is very well known, but it's a game that has with uh the the previous istom- installment garnered enough attention and enough of a fan following that the fifth one is going to have that as fuel to maybe become a, a massive hit and I think it's a very you know it 's japanese rpg so it's it's a very specific kind of game that if you 're not into you 're gonna hate but I think a lot of people are at least going to check it out. And for me, I'm just going to buy it because I know even if I only spend like 10 hours out of the 60 that the the entire game would take, I'm going to enjoy those 10 hours immensely. So I'm going to buy it no matter what happens.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm not really a JRPG guy. So i will uh, will probably not be <laughs> paying much attention. rushing
0: you know so the thing is this game we mentioned it on 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 one of the shows uh we did a, a while ago it It's a game where you play in a um in Kyoto as it is today it's like modern Kyoto, so on top of the game itself, which is fun enough, you also have kind of the um you you have the fun of being playing in a, a a real Japanese setting, which for a fan of Japan also has immense value. So I think that is is something that we don't see a lot, and that is going to be a a big plus for that game. Nice. So. Yeah.
1: Well, I'll definitely be uh, of your buying blind list. I'll definitely be buying Uncharted Four blind. Yes, I would just be running out the day that comes out and, and purchasing it because I love Uncharted. I love it to pieces. Who doesn't? Honestly, many um, people I roomed with in college apparently,
0: <laughs> because they are idiots. Obviously, <laughs> um, okay. So Uncharted Four that works. What else?
1: Oh, for me, for buying yeah. blind. Well, uh, I'm gonna remix the, the rest of your list then because uh, under under your anticipated uh list there's uh, quite a few that i will be buying blind okay so go ahead just <laughs> just, so, just go ahead with it so spoiler on uh games that patrick is anticipating in 2016 he has uh mass effect andromeda which i will just be buying the second i can get my hands on it
0: are we sure it's 2016 i think it is but uh
1: um i i, I, I could see it getting delayed but mm, i believe yeah. they're targeting this year okay but since it's on here, it's on your list, man. I'm going to I'm going to comment on it and say that I cannot wait to own this game because I love Mass Effect. Um, this yeah. Is thing with um, with Bioware. I'm very lukewarm on their their fantasy games, but uh, Mass Effect and sci fi. I just I just want all of it. Um, and I have a very similar uh, experience with um, with Bethesda. Uh, I really don't not a huge fan of fallout and their post-apocalyptic stuff but i love their fantasy stuff i love uh i love skyrim yeah
0: yeah Yeah. it's it's kind of uh yeah, I'm definitely with you there. Mass Effect, I had, you know, I loved the first one because it, it was, it was coming back to the promise of a very open RPG where you could, it was almost a Skyrim in space. And the, the subsequent ones were a lot more restrictive, which kind of chilled me on the series. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're doing with Andromeda. And, uh, I'm hoping that it's going to be a little bit more open than the
1: the two and the three have been. But uh, yeah, is- see, for me, for me too, was the was the high point. I, but it also oh, really? while it was a little more uh, bottled. Uh, it was exactly the bottle I wanted. Out Everyone, or at least I always wanted, I wanted my ship and I wanted to assemble my ragtag crew of miscreants.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you can I, definitely do uh, that, but it was just, you know, exploring. I think in the second one, it was like you had three planets and you could go to the three of them, but then you couldn't go any further until you had done those three. And then you would progress to the next tier, which was another three planets, which was, you know, it, it felt a little bit different from the first one where you could right. really do what you wanted.
1: Yeah, I can feel that. I, I, guess, uh, I guess it just didn't have those terrible Mako missions, so it, it, it pulled the wool over my eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Understandable.
1: Um, okay, last one. Uh, the, the other game I'll, I'll, uh, from your anticipated list that I'll definitely be buying is uh, is No Man's Sky. Ah, I'm, I'm definitely blind? Tri- blind, yes, because I'm so curious. Like, I'm not saying that I know it's going to be good. Uh, I'm just saying that I'm so hopeful that it's going to be good. And I so badly want to play this game to figure out what it is that <laughs> I will be buying at day one. I I don't I do not care. No, uh, no review will will deter me from purchasing No Man's Sky as soon as wow. I because I'm just so interested in it, uh, especially after trying to play Elite Dangerous uh, and just wanting to break my screen uh, because it's so uh, user unfriendly
0: elite yeah it's an interesting one I've, I've started playing it over the holidays and yeah it is interesting for sure i'll it leave it should, at that
1: it shouldn't take me three hours to figure out how to move
0: yeah i'm definitely interested in in no man's sky but i don't think i mean i'm probably gonna buy it but for more i i would buy it i will buy it anyway but for professional purposes to to keep you know in uh, aware of what's happening in the industry if it was just for personal reasons i would wait for reviews but here i think yeah it's uh it's it's a must buy um and and then for my special mention uh which honestly i would have put it all over everything basically 2015 and 2016 buying blind everything it's overwatch uh which will again not come as a big surprise since you and i do a show together about this game i so, don't know Patrick,
1: um, i really can't believe that you included it in this list i mean it's a <laughs>
0: but you know it's a game that uh, in in a French show uh, I went to 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 French show in French uh, and I included it as a game of my game of the year of 2015 actually because it was just I know it's a beta I know it's it's not even out I know not everyone had access to it but it is probably the game I've spent the most time on period in uh, the last year and I didn't expect it to be that appealing to me um, but it just was and I just it was fun every time I would launch the game it's bite-sized so you can just play a couple of missions a couple of games and you're out in 20 minutes or you can just go on a on a gigantic session of uh, you know two three four five hours and you're still gonna have fun with every game i don't i I don't understand that uh uh, how they've managed to do this so the fact that they've done this with a game that is only a play button and you have no progression system no nothing uh makes me think that when they include all of this it's going to be even better Uh, if it was just that i think i would buy it anyway i understand it needs more to be appealing to to more people but I would buy it just because it's so much fun. But I suspect that with them having more than just that, it's going to be uh, even more of a of a draw for me. So yeah, a special mention. I can't quite put it in the buying blind, but it's a special mention because it's already kind of... It has its place in my heart and I know I love it. Unlike those other games I'm mentioning, you know, Uncharted, Personal, Personal 5 and Street Fighter, which might end up disappointing me. I think Overwatch, I've already sold my my soul to it because i've played like i don't know 50 100 hours maybe more so that's my special mention
1: D- did you have one no no that's 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 about it. i would like to um you're i know you're big into into in the fighting games and 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 i'm not really um i i so i guess for the genre that i'm pretty sure i enjoy that you don't uh racing games you like racing games <laughs> i
0: do I, well i used to when i was you know when uh gran turismo was popular with everyone yeah, uh, i enjoyed need for speed back in the day uh need for speed underground when you know it was the the beginnings of uh, need for speed no, no, uh, uh the fast and the furious it was like playing the movie
1: kind of almost play, you them. might enjoy the most recent need for speed then because uh, i to tried me-
0: the beta it wasn't it didn't yeah. do it for me
1: Okay. Yeah, it felt very underground-y to me. Mm. Uh, it was, but... Which I dug. But I, I'm hoping... I, I don't think we're getting it in 2016, but I'm hoping we at least get a release date for Gran Turismo 7.
0: Ah, so it's your special mention? If you if it yeah. comes out, you will buy it yeah. blind? Yeah,
1: yeah. It, which I never used to be in racing sims, but Forza has converted me, and now I'm really looking forward to the next Gran Turismo.
0: Is it... You're talking about the sports one, right? Gran Turismo. Did they call it sports? It's just going to be a sports thing. It's no, like I'm talking seven. about
1: seven, like numbered seven. Just Gran Turismo Seven.
0: Oh, so not yep. the next one because the next one is just sports, right? It's the one we we that was presented at uh, at E3. Did you not see that?
1: No, I, I did. I did. Uh, I, I. But you I, don't want
0: that one. You want. Some I want the seven. next.
1: I'm, I'll I'll definitely pick up sport. But I, I'm 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 hoping we get any news at all on the next actual like numbered big to do Gran Turismo that we'll be playing on our PS4 for many years to come understandable
0: um yeah okay so that's your list uh and now let's talk very quickly about the anticipated games for 2016 meaning we're we want them but uh, at least that that was my list originally um i guess the one you didn't mention you mentioned uh mass effect andromeda and no man's sky which i'm definitely looking forward to uh but the one that i'm really curious about is uh for honor that uh you know sword fighting game which is basically a pvp arena battle um with swords and it seems like ubisoft has gotten the gameplay with swords kind of right uh we've only seen a few demos and it's not like we know what the game is going to be like exactly but it looks like it could work and that is something really original uh, especially with you know 2016 might very well be the year of the hero shooters with you know paragon um uh, uh battle uh, paladins uh what's the one from the other guys the gearbox software
1: um i have absolutely no idea
0: not paladins. Ah, it's gonna kill. Battleborn. There you go. Battleborn. Oh, born. Gotcha. Um, there's a bunch of them, uh, but for honor seems to be kind of this, but with uh, with just uh, uh, swords. And you have the samurais, the medieval knights, and uh, another nice. one I can't remember.
1: Vikings. It looks like Vikings are all intense. <laughs> Vikings
0: probably, uh, and, and that could be really fun. I really hope they manage to make it work. Um, so that one is is one I really anticipate, and uh, and and the the other two I really wanted to mention because you can't not because then people will find you and murder you are the Last Guardian and Final Fantasy 15, which I, I I'm keeping an eye on for sure. We,
1: uh, um, I mean, are we allowed to uh, mention disparage last... them? No, are we allowed to mention Last Guardian as an upcoming game? Uh, since it's been an upcoming game for half of my lifetime, it feels like.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's been reconfirmed by Sony at last E3. So I think, yeah, for for the next year, it's earned its status as uh, upcoming game again. I'm, Although I'm, I'm
1: not sure they gave a date of 2016. But, uh, no, they didn't. And uh, as I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But can any game that has been, <laughs> been previewed this long live up to the hype? I don't think it can. <laughs>
0: yeah but that's why i'm mentioning it as you know i have to mention it kind of uh and final fantasy 15 i've been a, you know i i fell off the final fantasy wagon uh, a few years ago and uh, i'm hoping this one is going to get me back on it's we'll see again i'm not sure it will work
1: i'm more of a kingdom hearts guy so bring on the next kingdom hearts oh my
0: god that's you know that's the generational thing there kingdom hearts is definitely no. 10 years younger people
1: no no plenty of my friends uh think i'm crazy for not being a final fantasy fan it's just uh it's never grabbed me
0: hmm. never I be grabbed playing... you what joke I... can i make with that sentence
1: i don't know something about a, a pervy old man in your japanese anime i don't know
0: <laughs> something like that <laughs> um and there's will... a bunch of games that you know we're we're looking forward to as well but we're not Really sure what to think of yet. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn made a huge impression at, at E3. I'm not sure we can quite say we're, we're really looking forward to it yet because we really don't know anything we don't even know what the fight system is going to be like what the you know we don't know so it's just in there because we're keeping an eye on it but i can't bring myself to say it's one of my most anticipated game of 2016 because it's just you know a wow factor at this point it's just sparkling trailers so
1: yeah uh, i really want to play a role-playing game set in that universe though that world building is top-notch yeah, I, agree. It is I agree crazy i've never seen anything like it
0: uh mirror's edge catalyst uh the the first one i've said many times was a great basis for a game that didn't get enough time to develop itself into a solid concept that would be uh you know uh, that would succeed at doing what it started Uh, i think it was it did it well but it didn't excel at doing it so i'm i'm hoping that catalyst manages to perfect the formula uh, the division is a game that could be really fun it It could be a destiny in the kind of real world uh kind of in the you know the gameplay elements of it you going out on on missions on strikes go having that persistent world um, having some sort of PvP it could be that uh, but
1: I'm surprised by how much I want to play this game every time I see something about it, it looks like something i'll really dig um, but yeah. I think- Getting, keeps getting delayed so
0: keeps getting delayed and it keeps getting less pretty than it was when they first showed it which is not you know the key feature but
1: uh yeah that is that is true but yeah i mean the core gameplay loop it looks fun like i don't know um i really enjoy gears of war so i'd like third person shooters and and to have something that's kind of squad based and and it looks like persistently online I'm i'm definitely interested you have my interest just just yeah. the game out
0: it's uh it's a it's a lot less uh shootery than people are expecting I think. I tried the beta back a few years a few months ago and um it is a lot more deliberate strategic place that you know throw that grenade now, shoot a little bit and then get back to cover than hectic shooter shoot everything and and yell while while you're doing it. Right. So it seems, I,
1: it seems like cover plays a very large role in it.
0: Yeah, it's cover, and it's more. How can I explain it? It's not Gears of War type of covers of cover. You know, it's not like cover, come out of cover, shoot, come back into cover, and and that's all you do. Basically, you shoot very sparingly in the game. Uh, it feels like, at least, that's the impression I got. It's a lot more about placement, waiting for the right moment to shoot a few bullets, throw a grenade. If you just keep shooting, you're gonna die repeatedly. I guess. <laughs> so uh quantum break could be interesting it's coming out in uh, pretty soon i think it's march or i can't remember but it's coming out on, on uh, xbox one pretty soon um again curious i'm not sure what to expect exactly that uh time freezing mechanic could be interesting but uh, i'll wait for the reviews for that one to to decide whether or not i'm gonna get it i think
1: yeah, it, it's just something about that game that doesn't interest me at all. So I'm gonna have to wait for the uh, for the reviews for as the well. Reviews, yeah. It's like that, that mechanic has to really pay off for me because just like I don't know, just people walking around in normal clothes. I'm just like, eh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Overkills the Walking Dead uh, just because I want a good Walking Dead shooter. I think there's a a huge opportunity to do something awesome in in that, and uh, the license has been. Um, it, badly used for shooters before and this one might do something that, you know, it seems like uh, uh, Skybound the company that uh, manages the rights, basically it's Robert Kirkman's company, um, they've been choosing uh, people a little bit more carefully now and hopefully that FPS can be a fun Walking Dead experience and there's a huge opportunity there so
1: I think so as well, it's for, for me that's not what, what draws me to The Walking Dead, I think uh, I think Telltale uh more or less gets that even though i i think they i think they peaked it's gonna be
0: a bit, a bit stale though hasn't it
1: right right but but for me that, that's that's what i want for i want stories i want i want characters from the walking dead it's, it's not necessarily the 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 combat or the action that that brings me into that universe I, I, if i want a good zombie shooter i still have left for dead but imagine you could get both like that is that is true but i, I, I okay i'm probably just uh I'm probably still super trepidatious after uh, The Last Walking Dead Shooter, which was a horrible mess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, agreed. Um, Tacoma and Firewatch are almost in the same category. Uh, Tacoma is the next game from uh, Fulbright, I think, uh, that did Gone Home, which I loved, loved, loved. And it's the one in the weird space station where it's, again, a storytelling game. Um, And Firewatch is also a storytelling game which we don't know much about we've only seen a couple of scenes with really clever dialogue where the, the it was a um a watch person a guard a, a, like a forest guard that was yep. going out in the forest to look for stuff and then he didn't know what was in his tower and he was speaking with someone on the radio that was creating the dialogue and that was it and it just in in a minute of trailer it completely looked like something that i would love so those two games are are, are equally uh i'm looking forward to hearing more about
1: yeah firewatch uh, is a game that that proved that apparently you can get me really excited to play a game just based on the art direction yeah i want it's it looks amazing it, cause yeah. it looks beautiful what about tacoma though I I know very little of it. I I I I read and heard everything about Gone Home, didn't seem particularly interested to play it. So I am Oh, I'm, you didn't play it? No, I, it doesn't seem like my my bag.
0: Okay. It's a yeah, Gone Home is is a peculiar kind of game. So yeah, like you, I, I um
1: I I respect what it what it's doing uh, quite a bit. But it's it's not a game I really I really want to play. Kind of like how you hear about all those wonderful art piece movies that win all kinds of awards, but I'm not actually going to watch those.
0: You know, it's interesting that you like uh, Telltale games and you're not interested in going Home. If whoa,
1: you... whoa, sir, whoa, whoa. I like I like their first Walking Dead game. <laughs>
0: oh, okay, all right, all
1: right. That's <laughs> that's it. I thought they told an amazing Walking Dead story. Um, I think their uh, their game systems, their engine needs to be killed with an axe and you make a new damn engine (laughs) Uh, their game systems are are janky at best Uh, so if they don't completely knock it out of the park with story I don't have an interest in playing their game Um, but I I really loved that first Walking Dead game I haven't uh, been affected by a a game story like that Um, well well, then Last of Us came out but uh, those two games yeah
0: fair enough fair enough Um, what else what else the oh Dishonored 2 which has been announced, I think, is going to be very interesting for sure. Uh, and then uh, the Nintendo mobile games, I think we have to mention them, but just we don't know anything about them. So <laughs> we can just say we hope they're going to be good.
1: Yeah, that's that's a huge like wait and see for me. It's like, yeah, I guess they're doing that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Let's move on to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Zelda. Wii U, which might end up being Zelda NX, which I'm very, you know, I'm not sure how much I'm going to put, how much weight I'm going to put behind Zelda U, just because we really haven't seen anything about it. Anything. We've just seen, uh, I was going to say Zelda on a horse. Uh, uh, Link, Link on, a horse. on a horse, running around in the forest
1: and shooting laser arrows at some at a monster. That's it.
0: That's but all, of I course, to
1: uh, and this is the, yeah. the fanboy is coming to bat for Zelda here. Uh, <laughs> I don't care if it is the next proper Zelda installment; I will be there with bells on. Yeah,
0: I, I understand and I agree. It's just you know trying to be a little bit professional about this, but right, yeah. right. I,
1: I know, I know. I can beat to that opinion. I mean that this is the exact reason I do not own a Wii U yet because for for me, uh, a, a Nintendo console is just a Zelda box. If you don't <laughs> have Zelda on it. Uh, then yes, what's I, the point? Don't get me wrong, guys. I love Mario Kart. I love Super Smash Bros. more than anything. Um, Super Mario Maker is amazing, and I really want to play Splatoon. But at the end of the day, I just want a new Zelda experience.
0: Fair enough. Uh, that is that is understandable. Um, and yeah, the, the sequels, that's another one that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, the sequels I would like to see announced in 2016. That is... Uh, something that is completely wishful thinking but we'll see what happens um titanfall 2 i really loved the concept of titanfall and it was certainly not as successful as you know it could have been or as people hoped
1: it would be um but the idea of titanfall it's funny in in retrospect right (laughs) because going into that everyone's like guys this is the modern warfare developer. This is going to be amazing. And and uh, I'm I'm with you. I really enjoyed it. Um I enjoyed Titanfall quite a bit. Definitely didn't hook me like Modern Warfare 2 did uh at the time, but um I I would love to see uh an iteration on Titanfall to see it hopefully shined up and made better.
0: Yeah, it's there is an opportunity and and yes for sure respawn which is uh you know the old uh Modern Warfare guys, uh, they they know these types of games. And again, it's kind of like almost like uh, Mirror's Edge. There is a kernel of an awesome game in there that wasn't developed to its full potential. And I'm hoping that Titanfall 2 does that. I hope we, we get all of those games announced at E3. Uh, Shadow of Mordor 2.
1: Yes. Holy poop. Just want it. I want it so bad. I can taste it.
0: Yeah, it's um. You know, Shadow of Mordor was a game I didn't get into very quickly, but when I did, it it was an amazing experience. And that the end of that game, it's like, oh my god, I want to see what happens next. Do you remember the 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 very end? Vaguely. Okay. It's, <laughs> Vague. Okay. I'm not gonna spoil it, but it 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 was fun. It was definitely fun.
1: I, um. Uh, to, yeah. to, to dive back into, like, my kind of art direction slash art nerd uh, perspective on things, um, I, I, I loved Shadow of Mordor so much. It was probably my favorite game of last year. Um, but at the same time, I, I want to I see them come back to, to the world of to- Tolkien because uh, it was surprisingly ugly, Shadow of Mordor. It seemed like... Oh, you think so? Not, not that it was a bad-looking game. Okay. It was that uh, the, the,
0: locales,
1: the the locales that they chose to show you in Middle Earth were the ah. places in Middle Earth you could have possibly gone. It's like they 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 tried as hard as they could uh, to take a beautiful world and only and only display it. in, in it's in its worst light um, because, I, but dude, I want to go see elven cities and I want to see massive waterfalls and giant monolithic mountains. Um, and instead, I was just running around in like flat mud pits for the whole game. <laughs>
0: Well, maybe, you know, I, I think the success of that game was a surprise uh, to Warner and they might put a little bit more power behind the sequel and it could be a, a bigger success. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. It's, it came out in, what, 2013, uh, Shadow of Mordor? No, so it might
1: be time for... 2014 release. Wasn't 2014? It? Oh, maybe it, maybe it was... Uh, Fairly certain that was a shadow, It was a 2014 release. I'm I'm totally you're right, you're to right. silently Wikipedia it right now. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is
0: uh, September 30th, 2014. You're right. Oh yeah, so, yeah,
1: yeah. That's it kind is of kicked off the gaming season in two, two 2014. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's true. So okay, okay. Uh, it, it we might not see it, but you know, one can hope. It's uh, two years since, uh, not even two years, but a, a release two years since the previous game could happen. Could happen.
1: Yeah. Um Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh my god. Every year I ask for this and I don't get it. Um <laughs> I just I just have to I have to stop the show again Patrick. I'm sorry, but uh but Red Dead Redemption uh might be my my single favorite game of the previous generation.
0: It is for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, like and, and and as I, I, it's one of those things where I where I start to get very aggro about it in conversations like if we get uh, stuck into a, a bar discussion um, I, I just I get very aggro because I Grand Theft Auto is such a, a cultural touchstone of, of, of gaming for better or for worse right when a new one comes out everyone loses their mind uh, all of a sudden all Fox News can talk about is how it's killing your children. Uh, and, uh, and, and everyone, like all of us, like my generation, remembers the first time they played Grand Theft Auto 3 and just had their minds blown by that type of open world and that type of freedom. However, I just think Red Dead Redemption is objectively the best thing Rockstar has ever done. And I just want more of it. I, you
0: know, I think a lot of people would agree. Um, Red Dead Redemption was one of those experiences where it just made me almost stopped breathing. You know, I was walking, I was on my horse, walking around on a hillside, looking at the sun going down. And I just, you know, I, I I was marveling at a game, not just because it was beautiful graphically, but it was just creating that atmosphere, that mood that was conducive to me feeling like I was there. And Yes, it was a skin Grand Theft Auto if you want to just bring it down, break it down into pieces, which is not a knock on the game because that's already something amazing. You know, Grand Theft Auto is a, a pretty good game, um but I, I, people would agree, but this one had something just a little something more. It was not this 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 uh satire of Always pushing the, uh, uh, the 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 envelope, pushing things a little bit too far. This was a, a coherent world that made sense, and that was a, a, you were traveling somewhere else. I don't know how to describe it really, but uh, yeah, Red Dead Redemption was pretty amazing.
1: It, it it took yeah, I mean, it took something that already existed, like you said, and 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 I feel like where Grand Theft Auto makes something that is great and is really fun. Um, but it's also it's also satirical and 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 like you said taking things too far but but with Red Dead Redemption they got to take what they do best and they got to build something that was i think beautiful mm. like like I don't use that term a lot in games um but but Red Dead was just I don't know it was just it was just gorgeous it made me love westerns like I never really got westerns until I played this game uh now I love them pieces and I've played <laughs> a lot of them um I don't know, man. It just, it hit me. I, I didn't know I was going to have the reaction I had to Red Dead Redemption. Um, and I just, I, I yeah. can't believe we've had this many, this many Grand Theft Autos, this many returning to the world for, for that particular world. And, and we, we haven't uh, returned to this one. In, to, well, it came out in 2011. Where is my next one?
0: <laughs> well, Grand, it came out after Grand Theft Auto 4. So, you know, they. it's not like they did...
1: I guess it's a good point. Yeah, but yeah. I, 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 they had so many, um, so much DLC for Grand Theft Auto 4, I guess it, I felt like it was continuing on, but no, you're right. And they had DLC for Red Dead. Actually, Red Dead had some of the best DLC. Their uh, mm. their Halloween uh, horror zombie themed one was some of the most fun. I five. didn't
0: play oh. that one.
1: Oh, find a way. I don't, obviously you have to break out a 360 or something because there's still yeah. not a
0: PC version of this. I have my my PlayStation 3 somewhere, but okay. um But also, it was, you know, it was a a semi-sequel from Red Dead Revolver, which they took over from I can't even remember whom. Um, So it was even weirder that it was this good because Red Dead Revolver was good, but it wasn't, you know, and it was a complete breakaway. But uh, anyway, I think the world is ready for Red Dead Redemption 2. Yep, I want it. Um, The Last of Us 2, that is absolute wishful thinking. Uh, I don't think we're going to get anything from Naughty Dog. In this uh, year, they're coming out with Uncharted 4. And it's going to be a while, maybe 2017, when they announce their next game. But um, The Last of Us, man, it was... I understand the game had issues in gameplay, and I completely agree. But I enjoyed those. But even beyond that, the storytelling was so amazing. So incredible. I mean, that game what is i've done it completely a couple of times once on ps3 and once on ps4 and it's such a beautiful amazing game i could see myself doing it again you know at regularly and and still enjoying it as much as i have it the first time
1: so yeah last of us is uh, is the only reason that i say red dead redemption might be my favorite game of the last generation because uh-huh. last of us came in at the tail end uh, and and completely, <laughs> completely shattered my worldview of what a video game story could be.
0: <laughs> so, so, do you think we're going to see the second one announced at E3, or is that
1: really I, not? I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I, however, I think if we get anything, it'll probably be such a pathetic teaser that all it will do is make me mad. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Naughty Dog, yeah. their games are, uh, are are polished to perfection. Uh, it takes a long time to build something, so I'd be surprised if they had much to show. Yeah,
0: and they're they're probably not gonna. Uh, you, you're right. They might say, you know, The Last of Us coming 2017,
1: and and even that even that I would be excited about. I'm like, wait, it's only yeah. a year away, <laughs> <We're
0: getting laughs> which which is uh, which will end up being three years away, you know, so.
1: Right, exactly, because it'll get because delayed it, it to 2018, be, yeah. and then in the, like first quarter of 2018, will be like, oh, sorry guys, <laughs> we're just gonna have to push this to September. Whenever. <laughs> oh, but whatever, whatever. Take as long as you like. I just want to know it's coming. Yeah. I want to return to that world. Because it's it, that's a big
0: question. Can we? Do we even need a sequel for The Last of Us or you know another game in that universe? I say yes because it's too bad to leave these characters and this world that we've loved uh, that we've. That, that have been built and that we have loved to, to never use them again. It would be such a waste.
1: Um, yeah, there's but, part of, I definitely want to return to the world. There's part of me that uh, does not want to return to those specific characters. Mm. I yeah. love those characters. Uh, they, they, I don't think I have an impression in my mind of, of many other video game characters to that point. Um, but I just, I loved the whole story. I loved the, I loved the ending. I loved where it ended yeah. and I'm totally fine. If, if that, if that's is, it, that's where Joel and Ellie end up. But that's how it ends. Great. Again, gave me a great Western ending. Good on you, Naughty Dog. <laughs> have um, you
0: have you played the the expansion? Um, yes,
1: it was, uh, it was it was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, I want to go and play it again. I yeah, might play I, it after I, this.
1: I do too. I still I never picked it up for PS4, uh, so I, I might well, need to do. Well, yeah,
0: that's yeah, an, that's an occasion of of doing it.
1: Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, that was the. Um, I, I've, I think I've told the story on other games or other shows. That was the, the really the first game. C- Katie and I have done this before, but never to this extent. Uh, that was the first game that I've ever picked up. Um, Katie, my wife, not a huge gamer, likes World of Warcraft, likes Hearthstone, but that's that's about where it ends. Uh, I got Last of Us and started playing through it, and and she was immediately hooked in in just watching it. She yeah. <laughs> she's like she's like, no, this looks hard as hell to play. But if, but one time <laughs> she came home and I had started playing it, and she's like, don't you play one more second of this without me in the room <laughs> Just like i need to know what happens to these people uh, yeah it's yeah.
0: yeah it's such such an amazing experience and and really the pinnacle of uh of acting in a video game you know motion capture and and face capture and everything it's so the actors are are so incredible it, they breathe life's life into these anyway I see. I want to. I want to be with them again. I want to be with these characters again. So.
1: Yeah, I, I could. We we could spend two hours just talking about why we love Last of yeah, Us. Yeah. Uh, got it. Put Troy Baker on the map. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. He he, he, he went. I realize he was working before this, but I mean, he went from a relative unknown in the world of voice actors mm. uh, to to being just a household name in 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 terms of gamers.
0: You know, he voiced uh, the main character in Shadow of Mordor too.
1: I do, I do. He's,
0: at this point, it's... Yeah, he voices everyone. Between him and Nolan North, it's
1: basically, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you flip a coin. Which one is it? Nolan North? (laughs) Well, it's Uncharted, so we got both, and now they're related.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right, uh, two more games. Destiny 2. Uh, Obviously, it is going to be announced, I think. It's it's a given. Uh, Whether it's going to be an expansion to Destiny, or kind of a building upon the the first game or if you're gonna keep i'm sorry if you're gonna keep your characters we don't know but there's a new destiny coming out um and i'm really really looking forward to seeing what they're gonna do with this incredible core of a game that they have built with destiny and the taken king and how far they're gonna take it take it uh if it's another expansion like Thing like the Taken King with just one new zone and a rework of some of the mechanics, I will be sorely disappointed. Um, I really hope it's a lot more than that. And given that we it doesn't look like we're seeing a lot of content for the Taken King, it feels to me like they're taking the entire team and working full speed ahead on Destiny 2 to make it worthy of a sequel for that game. But um, we'll see. I, I'm really excited to hear what they're doing with this.
1: Yeah, I, I want a double the amount of planets or zones. I would be fine with more zones on the same planet. Yeah. Um, hey, guys, you know how beautiful and varied Earth is? Well, here's, a, a again, a rusty pit. That's, that's <laughs> the only place you get to you get to enter. That I don't know if you guys are noticing a theme here with me, but I really like art direction and storytelling and world building. And when and you, you fa- dislike rusty pits, I just, like I'm fine with rusty pits, but it better not be
0: the only damn thing. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, in in Destiny, it wasn't. You had it, you know it was, but it's like it's it like since it exists, the game is revolves around our actual solar system that has been terraformed. Okay, cool. You got me. That's amazing world building. But why do I only get to see one tiny chunk of each world, and why are there only what four worlds? Yeah.
0: Uh, well, it's yeah, the Earth, now, uh, m- now the Moon, Mars, and, and Venus.
1: Yeah. And now, and, uh, uh, now this, the this, the dreadnought. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like I want to, I want to go to the rest of Earth. Just yeah, see what it's like now.
0: And and I wouldn't mind. I mean, yeah, I don't think they're going to completely reinvent the wheel. They're not going to redo their instancing system. They're not going to make it so you can be, you know, hundreds in the same zone. That That's not what they're going to do. But looking forward to seeing what's happening with that thing, because they have a solid base and they can evolve it into something even more amazing yeah um the elder scrolls 6 maybe they they'll call it skyrim 2 just because skyrim is such a well-known name um it's very unlikely though they just finished fallout 4 and it's well known that they have one team working on their games at uh at bio uh not bioware uh bethesda so there it's probably a couple of years away uh it's probably the one they they started working on once uh, fallout 6 was nearly shipped but uh, it's a doubt it's doubtful
1: we're going to see it uh, this year so what if they're working on something that isn't isn't elder scrolls or fallout what if it's new patrick i don't think i
0: think if they were going to do that they would uh create an entire additional team to Mm. make another game and keep capitalizing on the elder scrolls series skyrim is too much of a gigantic success for them to not keep making them it was the first bethesda game i cared enough
1: to play (laughs) yeah me too and i spent like 60 70 hours in it i loved that game yeah Um, i do i do too and fallout never grabbed me and honestly neither did the the prior elder scrolls games
0: yeah yeah same it was they they captured lightning in a bottle with that one, and uh but I think you know it it put them on the map the The reason why Fallout has been as successful as it has been the the fourth one is because Skyrim uh, really put them on the map um i mean Fallout three was definitely a good game. it's not like it wasn't known to gamers, but Skyrim was that bigger uh uh stage where everyone knew what skyrim was and most people were playing it so um it's a different ball game now and i don't think they can afford not making another skyrim or another elder scrolls
1: uh, Scrolls. right right
0: (laughs) and uh that's about it for all of the games that we're looking forward to that's a gigantic list i mean if half of those come out in 2016 it's going to be a pretty amazing year right
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like everyone can, like, take the last maybe 20 minutes and just be like, well, th- we, they were they were hoping for those games. But everything else, yeah, there's, there's a lot. I mean, 2016 is shaping up to be a, a, a damn good year. Um, yeah. I mean, we haven't had, when was, I'm trying to think of, like, the last time we had a really bad gaming year. I I don't know. But overall, I mean, honestly, maybe. I, I think overall, I think 2015 for me personally was kind of lackluster. Um, But it, it was still fine. We still got plenty of good games. Yeah. And yeah. And,
0: and the thing is, if it was lackluster, it might be because some of the games we were hoping
1: to get in 2015 were delayed to 2016. So yeah. we're
0: going to get them in 2016.
1: Woohoo! Not to mention, there's plenty I haven't played that I was really looking forward to. I haven't played Batman yet. I haven't played Tomb Raider yet. Oh, uh-huh. well, there you go. Tomb Raider was a little bit of a letdown. Maybe I could have put it
0: in my... Uh, I, 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 it didn't grab me. Um, what did,
1: how did you react to the original?
0: Oh, I loved it. I bought my okay. Xbox One in order to play Tomb Raider: uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider because I loved the first one so much. All right, and,
1: so I thought you were going to say maybe you were lukewarm on the first one too, and I was like, "Oh, okay, well maybe what just wasn't your your dig." But if you, oh man, if you'd like it now, I'm worried.
0: Well, so it's <laughs> it's good. It's it's more of the first one basically, okay. and it's not that it's it's really good. It's just it's it's not blinding me with with its brilliance it's or not even that it's not grabbing me it's not making me want to play it more than i already have and maybe you know for for shadow of mordor i first played it a couple of hours and i felt like it was meh and then i went back to it and and got into it and it clicked and i loved it and absolutely one of my favorite games of uh you know whatever year it came out um 2014 but for Tomb Raider I've played maybe 5 hours of it and it doesn't make me want to go back and play I'll play it at some point but I don't know it's it's a very <laughs> safe copy a, a very safe version of what the first one was and I was hoping for a little bit more just like it's basically what I'm talking about for Mirror's Edge uh, or for Shadow of Mordor even I loved the first ones, but if the second one is just that, I'm going to be a little bit disappointed. I hope they take the core concept, the core gameplay mechanics, the core ideas they had in those first uh, um, uh, the, those first games and transform them into something even better, you know, build on them. And Tomb Raider, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, feels like it is just what Tomb Raider was but a little bit prettier and with tombs to explore which aren't enough to make this into uh, a, a, a brilliant game so okay
1: fair enough I'll wait for a sale then Yeah, <laughs> it's, I mean it's still good I'm not saying it's not good but uh, it didn't do it for me my brain compartmentalizes games into a pay full price, wait for a sale, or avoid entirely. <laughs> that's- yeah,
0: that is that is basically a, an excellent way of scoring games, by the way. <laughs> it's, uh, it's sometimes the way I, I uh, talk about games and, and try to give people a, an estimation of what I think the game is worth, because then literally you're saying what the game is worth.
1: Yeah, Yeah, if I ever started uh, doing reviews, that would probably be my grading system. Yeah,
0: exactly. My my grading system is usually go for it no matter what kind of game you like. Uh, The second one is go for it if you like these types of games or just don't go for it. So Mm -hmm. whether it's bad uh, or it's good enough for that game genres to be enjoyable, if you like that kind of game, or if it's so good that it transcends any game genre at all and uh yeah so that's interesting too uh talking about stuff that are expensive vr oh no wait
1: oh, oh, man
0: wait 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 uh before we talk about vr we just have to mention the nintendo nx i think it's coming out in 2016 latest uh first quarter uh 2017 just want to put that out out there and i'm really looking forward to that as well You think it comes out
1: this year yes
0: I oh, think I Nintendo tw- cannot afford to wait more than fiscal year 2016, which ends March um, 2017. So I think they're aiming for uh, end of the year 2016, and if they delay it, they can't delay it more than 2017.
1: Okay, I will Pretty be uh, uh, I will quarter. be impressed. Also, that means I will probably actually skip a Nintendo generation for the first time ever.
0: Yeah, it's you know it the the the. Unfortunately, a lot of people are very angry at the at this fact of life. But the Wii U has sold so poorly; it's the worst performing console Nintendo has ever made by far, worse than the GameCube, which was already terrible. And they just they have <laughs> given up. And Zelda is going to come out on NX. I'm a hundred percent sure, ninety nine point ninety nine percent sure.
1: All right, yeah. I, I I have a new console to look for it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um but uh yeah we'll see what happens there i'm sure they'll they'll announce it at uh at e3 they've said they were going to talk about it in 2016 so we'll see what happens with that weird rumored hybrid uh you know portable home console thing that's uh uh, i don't know an os that can be used on different machines or whatever we don't know we'll see Uh, but the other thing is Obviously, VR, uh, 2016 is going to be the year that VR finally gets its start. And of course, I'm sure you've heard that uh, the Oculus Rift has begun its pre-orders, already sold out. Uh, basically, if you want to buy one, you're going to have to wait until, what, July, I guess. It's shipping March 28th. Um, and the big story was the price, uh, $599.00. 700 euros if you want to buy it in france plus shipping plus possibly um Taxes for the customs. Um, the the Vive has a new version of their uh, headset, uh, HTC the the Valve headset. It has a camera, so you can it can uh, display the image that uh, of the thing that's in front of you if you're moving around because that thing uh, makes you allows you to move around and it's basically built on that premise. Uh, it will begin pre-ordering on on February twenty ninth. We don't yet have a price for it. Um, but the playstation v r also is supposed to you know start shipping sometime in the first semester of twenty sixteen They have about a hundred games in the works, but so the big thing that will have ripple effects on everything is the price for the oculus rift six hundred bucks is a lot more expensive than a lot of people had been hoping for or you know expecting because Pal- Palmer lucky the CEO of uh, Oculus had sort of implied in a very clumsy uh, setting your expect the expectations move that it would be around the price of the DK2 which was $350 it was basically to counter people saying that uh, the headset would cost upwards of a thousand bucks because they were confusing the PCs you needed to run VR with the headset itself. So he was trying to counter that. But of course, it created the expectation that the headset would be under 500 bucks. And given the technology they've opted to adopt, which is dual LED uh, OLED screens, custom made with uh, very low latency and super high quality product, what they're saying is they're not making money on this headset. It They're selling it, you know, for the price it costs to make. And it seems that people are agreeing that's the, the case, but it means this first price is extremely high. The number of PCs that can even Play VR games is estimated to be about 13 million machines in the world in 2016. That's a tiny amount, especially when you compare it to uh, 35, almost 40 million PlayStation 4s in the wild. So the market that, you know, the available market for those games is... Ah, extremely uh different so i think developers are looking at this looking at the price for the oculus rift and waiting for sony to announce a price for their playstation vr which is admittedly going to be less uh powerful and less uh, uh you know refined as a piece of hardware than the oculus rift but having tried it i can tell you it works perfectly well, just as when you were playing your game on you know, your PlayStation 3, you were enjoying the game. You weren't thinking, oh, when the PlayStation 4 will be here, it will be so much better that I can't enjoy my PlayStation 3 game anymore. Or looking at a wonderful uh, PC game that was running with amazing graphics on a you know, thousand bucks machine didn't mean you couldn't enjoy your PlayStation 3 game or your Xbox uh, 360 game. Well, here I think... Sony has an immense, uh, potentially, depending on the price, I think it's going to be sub 400 bucks, uh, which means nowadays, sub 300 bucks for the PlayStation 4, sub 400 bucks for the PlayStation VR, you get a full VR system that is very capable. Again, I tried it and latency-wise, it's amazing. Graphics are pretty okay. A whole system for 700 bucks, maybe even less, I suspect, It's hard to compete when you have your PC that costs upwards of a thousand bucks and your Oculus Rift that is six hundred, and the HTC Vive. We don't have the price, but it has those totems to uh, locate you in the in in, spatially and the controllers and a bunch of stuff. I doubt it's going to be. I guess I doubt it's it's going to be cheaper than a PlayStation VR. That's for sure, and it's also doubtful that it's going to. um, I can't remember what I was going to say, but it is doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, and you still have, even for the HTC five, you still have the PC that you have to buy and set up and everything, uh, which is more expensive. So... I honestly think Sony is extremely well played, uh, well placed uh, for the, to win this first generation of, of VR wars, which mm-hmm. is the prelude almost. It's just us figuring out whether or not this thing even is worth it. But uh, yeah, that that six hundred bucks price was a surprise that has dire consequences for the entire industry at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. I, I, it's it's funny. Um, usually. If something is uh, an amount of money that I feel horrendously uncomfortable spending, um, I will mentally prepare myself and uh, just convince myself I don't want it. Unfortunately, that's <laughs> not happening with VR. I really want an Oculus Rift. I really want to try this thing out um, in the worst way. Uh, I also, I, I personally, I'm I'm just excited for this to get off the ground. I, I, you know, I don't think this is something that's going to be. It's You're not going to see people like mowing people down in Best Buy grabbing this thing for Christmas because I don't think there's enough people, like you said, who can really run it on their on their home rig. So, but uh, I, I just I just want to see the VR ball begin to roll because there are so many questions I have. I want to know. Uh, like, it almost seems like you're having a, a mini console race, right? Especially with the differences between them. With the Oculus Rift, remotes, like, you're mostly you're going to be sitting down. And playing a game more traditionally when with the with the Vive, you're going to be be moving around. Uh, me personally, I look at the Vive and I'm just like, I've got a tiny ass office. This doesn't look like it's going to work for me. And also, I don't know how much I really want to be walking around playing games. Yeah, um,
0: that's that's a big concern for me for the for the Vive. And in Europe, we also have smaller homes than most people in the US. So
1: right, right. My and, and my office where my computer is, is tiny. It is a sardine can. Um, so, yeah, it's, to me personally, I'm like, well, I think the Oculus Switch is going to beat out the Vive because I think people want to continue playing games for the most part the way they already do. Uh, and they just want a slightly deeper immersion. Um, whereas I look at the Vive and I'm like, oh, you look kind of gimmicky. I don't know. But but that I, like I said, I don't know. This is why I want to see. I just want to see these launched. I want to see people form their opinions. I want to see which games are built for, you know, which ones are, are the most fun to play uh i'm 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 excited for vr also uh, racing and uh and flight and flight sims man i just want to be able to turn my head in the damn cockpit
0: <laughs> well that's the, the the place where it fits the most we know it's going to work for that um but you're not interested at all in the playstation vr oh of course i am oh okay because that's i think a lot of people are going to be in your position thinking oh my god i really want to try it especially when it starts coming out and if you know again that's a big big if if it is interesting, if it is worth uh, your time, let alone your, your money, but if it's worth your time, if it's fun, a lot of people are going to be looking at this and thinking, oh, God, that's 600 bucks. That's a lot. And that doesn't even include the controllers, by the way, the touch controllers. Uh, they'll be out in um, in the second half of 2016. But they look at this, then they turn around and they see the PlayStation VR, which, by the way, has additional hardware so it it is not just the power of the playstation 4 powering it that doesn't mean it's going to become all of a sudden amazing graphics because it certainly isn't going to be as uh you know graphically performant as a pc for sure but it does allow for the device to be uh Performing well enough that is going to have good graphics with the latency and the uh, you know the kind of resolution that you require for these uh, devices,
1: but I was I was hoping this was going to be like the olden days of the Nintendo sixty four expansion pack where I'm going to open up a little slot on my PlayStation four and this <laughs> thing with like the red and black plastic and jam it down into it and all of a sudden my uh, my Rogue Squadron looks slightly better. <laughs> well, you know that's interesting you're saying that because a lot of people are actually saying
0: oh man this is like a, an accessory for a console it never works out because uh, it splits the market and y- no this is so not the same thing this is absolutely different and you're just applying the thinking you know the reasoning that you've had for a, a different situation to this situation because it sort of sounds and looks similar it's very different this VR capabilities are a completely different type of a, of, of a market, and it's not like if you choose between you know if you don't go for the PlayStation VR, you already have the Xbox One that does more or less the same thing, even without the added accessory, like it was for the X thirty two on you know the Mega Drive or the Rumble Pack on on whatever. Here, the your choices are if you're interested in VR. Get a PlayStation VR, or get an HTC Vive, or get an Oculus Rift. I'm not even gonna mention the Galaxy Gear. That's not I mean, Gear. The Galaxy, whatever.
1: That's different. But I, I can understand that. I, I, I can understand that 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 concern because um, we, we have had we have had a similar thing. Uh, think of the, the the Sega 32X for the Genesis. Um, there were games you just couldn't play if you didn't have that. And it did, in a sense, split the market. And that's going to be the same thing with VR. There will be games that are only built for VR and you won't be able to play them without these headsets.
0: The, the difference is that it, it, you're not looking at will developers develop a game specifically for that thing when it could run on the other uh, device. If you're looking at the PlayStation VR compared to the other VR headsets, it's which... Uh, so already, the question has to become... Not will the PlayStation VR sell. The question is, will VR be a thing? Of course, if it's not a thing, then none of these are going to work, right? If it's not a thing, I- then it doesn't matter that the PlayStation VR is an accessory for PlayStation or a standalone uh, device. It doesn't matter. None of them are going to sell. But if it does work out, if PlayStation, if if VR is, is a thing that is interesting to gamers and to people in general then the choice isn't PlayStation or Xbox or, you know, Nintendo NX or PlayStation Plus PlayStation VR. The only choices you have are Oculus Rift, HTC Vive or PlayStation VR. And out of those, you have to look at which one is the best position, not just for installed base and price and all of this. But what all of this means is also uh, developers making products for those devices and looking at the installed base and looking at the potential installed base and thinking you know what we were developing a game for oculus rift but 13 million pcs plus a higher price i'm thinking we might make sure we our game comes out on playstation vr as well if we want to make sure it it, you know we make a little bit of money out of this and there are obviously people that are going to be developing for PlayStation VR only. I just mean market-wise, I'm not saying it's going to win, but it is better positioned. And applying the thinking of an accessory to the PlayStation VR makes very little sense for what you're trying to, uh, to, to judge. Will it work or not? doesn't depend on whether or not it's an accessory for PlayStation. All of them are accessories for PC or for PlayStation or whatever. Whether it works or not is whether or not VR is interesting. And that's an open question, but it's a different one.
1: Fair enough. Right. <laughs> I'm uh, interested yeah. in the, the marketing aspect of it. Um, I, want to, I want to know if it passes the grandparent's test. Like, will a grandparent be able to go in to buy a VR game for their, uh, or not a VR game for their child and, and not disappoint their child? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's a good question. There, I mean, is there
1: gonna be a sticker on PlayStation Four games that say VR required? You know, so I'm 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 just curious how that's gonna how gonna pan out. How many people are gonna buy PlayStation VR headsets that don't have PS Four and think that it's a working console out of the box? I don't think
0: that's gonna that's gonna happen a lot.
1: Oh, yeah, really? Really? I yeah, I, I don't do think so. Because a lot of uh, a lot of people were confused about the Wii U, <laughs> thinking it was just an add on for their Wii. Yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. That was that was nope. very dumbly.
0: Uh, uh- I disagree. No, that's... no, it was dumb on Nintendo's part. I can see my grandparents
1: making that same mistake, so... No, no,
0: I agree. I, I mean, it was dumb on Nintendo's part, not on the people buying it part. Um, yeah. But I think Sony is going to market this as an entirely different platform. And yes, it does happen to require a PlayStation, but again, say for the Wii, the original Wii, there have never been any console that has sold as much as the PlayStation 4, Um at this point of their lifespan, uh, lifespan, it's, you know, maybe someone could argue it's apples and oranges because of this and that. But it's it, it still, uh, I think Sony is going to say, if you have a PlayStation 4, come get this. It's going to be fun. And the, the thing is going to be treated differently. But I don't know. I guess we'll see.
1: Yeah. Unless it's insanely expensive. I, I, I foresee myself getting the PlayStation VR first. Mm,
0: yeah, Exactly. And that's that's where i'm i'm seeing it as well and waiting getting the because i want to get my vr feet wet and i think the playstation vr might be cheap enough that it's uh, we'll see maybe it's not going to be maybe i'm i'm mistaken and it's going to be as expensive as the as the oculus rift but it's i
1: thousand could see myself <laughs> first born <laughs>
0: um but i could see myself buying a playstation vr then waiting for next generation of vr headsets uh to come uh to come up and, and then maybe buying one for PC or something else, you know, in, in a couple of years. But the first one might be a PlayStation VR. And by the way, all of this and all of this, these discussions and all of this excitement still doesn't mean that VR is going to be uh, achieved in 2016. I still think it's still going to be a year of exploration and a year of trying to figure out what the hell this is and if it has any use in real life beyond the one hour or two hours or two days wow factor and whether it doesn't end up you know neglected in your cupboard and you never take it out because it's just too annoying to be doing anything playing or you know going to a virtual cinema or whatever visiting mars with that mm-hmm. thing on your head beyond the wow factor of the first hour so we'll see answer by the end of the year
1: uh yeah so you're in an agreement oh yeah, yeah yeah like i said i'm most excited just to see this ball get rolling yeah for n- nothing else i just i want to see this in some consumers hands and uh and just see what what starts to you know what starts to succeed if anything at all <laughs> <laughs> if one beats out the other that all fails miserably
0: <laughs> yeah and, and it might happen um, all right, there's a bunch of other news. Uh, Steam had a, an enormous peak of 20 million players uh, playing over New Year's. Uh, Scalebound, which is one of the games I was really hoping to get for Xbox One in, 2017, uh, in 2016, has been delayed to 2017, the first of possibly many, but it makes me look at my Xbox One with a little bit of resentment. I'm almost sorry I bought one, given I didn't like Halo 5 and didn't like Tomb Raider. And I mean... I, Yeah, I didn't uh, love those games
1: and the fact that uh, I really enjoyed Halo 5. It almost made my list, but uh, I don't play enough multiplayer, I feel, to justify putting it on my list.
0: Were you a Halo player before? Yes. See, that's my thing. I wasn't. And it felt very 10 years ago, the gameplay, which is normal. That's what people are expecting. But as someone who didn't get into the previous games, the gameplay uh, you know, it it I was expecting something as tight as Destiny because Bungie and Bungie Halo, all of that. I understand three four three now, but you know, and it, it felt very old school, so didn't do it for me. Um, okay. Rise of the Tomb Raider is uh, coming out on PC on the twenty eighth as well, so that's kind of a ah, all right. So uh, why did I buy my Xbox One again? <laughs> So, but it's because, you know, I need to have all the machines to speak about them knowingly.
1: Uh, don't play Forza. It's a good game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't love it either. See, that's... I just... <laughs> yeah, it 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 wasn't for me. I was a little bit... You know, I got a high at some point. And at the end of last year, I was like, yes, Xbox One is here. And I'm going to love it. And it turns out, just me personally, don't get angry at me. Just me, for me, it's not as it's not my console of choice this uh, this generation so yeah uh but yeah the last thing i think we we can discuss maybe a little bit more more uh, rapidly because we've covered it in basically every show we've done uh and everyone has for the past uh, couple of weeks or months is activision purchasing uh buying the major league gaming which sort of gets us into the question of uh esports in 2016 and whether or not that's going to be the other big trend the other big thing that might explode um and again every time i say this i have to to mention i understand it's, esports is already big but i feel there's a chance for it uh, an opportunity for it to get out of the uh esports lover loving esports uh sort of of pen And coming into the gamers in general, loving esports and having access to esports and all of this. And I've mentioned a few times, I think access is an issue. It's not clear. It's not easy to access uh, esports game and to enjoy it if you're not already in one game. Um, But yeah, we've discussed uh, this on a couple of occasions, Garrett. Do you think that's... What are they doing what is Activision Blizzard going to uh be doing with that major league gaming and their new esports department and what are their their plans?
1: Well that's the thing we 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 don't know exactly. We know that they have a brand new esports division that spans both Activision and Blizzard. It's not specific to one or the other. Uh, and we know that they have been hiring a ton of talent to fill that out with. Uh, and now they have both heads of MLG after this buyout. They started with one and now they've also picked up uh Sundance and it's 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 murky it's 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 like if i you want my cliff notes it's a big deal but we don't know why <laughs> um, so but, yeah, 2016 is shaping up to be a good year for esports uh i i if you as long as you you uh you meter your point with uh i i think it's going to be a big year for or there's a place for for esports to to explode for not the non-initiated i agree with you but um but but saying it's it like when people just say oh it's going to be the it's going to be this is going to be esports year it's like when i hear people tell me podcasting is back cuz they just listen to Serial. esports have been doing just <laughs> fine forever all it's been doing is getting bigger uh I, I i don't think there's uh too much cause for alarm and if you're if you want to get into esports i i i don't know what's stopping you it's everywhere
0: <laughs> it well so my problem is and i really feel feel it's not just me um I don't have a, a, a non esports focused outlet. It's not even the right words. Um, it seems to me that it's all very confusing, and there's a space, a room, you know, there's space for some actor to come in and um, give people who are not already esports fanatics. Uh, it's kind of like, let's take uh, an analogy uh, with something you might be familiar with let's look at hearthstone okay it's like saying ah oh, but you know card games are doing fine and you have you know magic is amazing and you have this hex thing and you have lots of card games if you want to get in- into card games just go ahead just do it what's stopping you and i'm like yeah don't no, i understand but it's it's a little bit complicated it's convoluted i don't understand this and that And you have to go to the conventions and you have to buy lots of packs and like I ah, it's just, I don't want to go through, I don't love it enough to go through all of these efforts. And then Hearthstone comes out and, you know, you just launch the app and it's easy and it's, and it's uh, uh, understandable for someone who's just a video game person and who's not necessarily a card game person. So if you translate that into eSports, it feels to me like, Yes, everything is there, but it requires a lot of effort on the gamer's part to go and seek it out. So I don't know exactly what shape, you know, that paradigm shift or that milestone will take, but it feels to me like there is a better way of, uh, of, of creating, of aggregating all of that content of maybe summarizing it and of presenting it to people who aren't, uh, savvy enough to go and seek it out already does that make sense no it does i i I get why i I thought you were gonna say no it doesn't and i was like oh my god how harsh
1: no i I believe we talked about this on overwatch so i'm just i'm just trying not to retread but but i i I do um i completely agree with your sentiment that uh as it stands the majority of esports events it's just too much packed into one day it's it's too long no one I, I, some people do clearly, but most people don't want to sit down for eight hours and watch the same thing. The Super Bowl isn't that long, guys. <laughs> like, um, it, it needs it needs to be broken up in in some fashion. Then it is a uh, that's a tall order, I think, for eSwitch, because in a lot of in a lot of the different esports, and this is I feel true across most of the games. One of the most uh, I think shared notions um, is that. Uh, it should be more open. It should be easier to break in. Uh, we should have more open tournaments with large open brackets, uh, which just elongates the process. And if you actually want to show everything, I mean, it, it, once you get to a certain point, once you get past 32 players, even 32 players, that's, that's, that's a lot of games to show if you want to see all of that. But a lot of these open tournaments, if you're talking about a 128-person bracket, wow. it's just, there's no uh, reasonable way to show all of that. Um, and, I, and I get that. So I don't know. I, I would like to see it to a point that once it gets down to a manageable size that we have at most a three hour chunk to watch and break it up over the course of weeks or multiple months or weekends. Um, and, and there's just not enough leagues like that. Um, it looks like we'll be getting a little bit of that with Call of Duty. Uh, because it's it's going to TBS this year, so we're going to have uh, 20 weeks uh, spread over. It, looks, it sounds like two seasons, because it's going to be in two 10-week chunks, um, where there will be interstitial stuff that you can watch online, but the big main events that they want you to pay attention to will be actually on TBS on Friday. And while I've always said that we don't need uh, traditional TV, because uh, I personally think it's on its way out, so who cares about it? Um, I do think having to warp... Uh, esports and make it work for old school television production in the end will probably end up being a good thing for it hmm.
0: yeah I don't know if TV is is the the answer I was looking for maybe it is but I, you're right it's on its way out and I was I'm not watching it so well, I don't think it would don't help focus me on
1: the, don't focus on the TV part focus on that because it is on television they need to figure out a way to make it more digestible
0: right right yeah that, that definitely speaks to me and that you know the 8 hour videos that because that's something we mentioned as well when you want to go and if you're not watching it while it's happening you have to go back and search for it it's a, it's very difficult to find the right channel the right video and when you do it's like an eight hour thing which is impossible to you know and then you scrub and you get to the the part where the finals start but then you go a little bit too much ahead so you know who's won the first couple of games and you go back it's yeah it's definitely a mess but It's there, there has to, there has to be a better way. And, and hopefully (laughs) Activision will figure it out for us. So we'll see what happens, but yeah, uh, esports might be, you know, again, I understand it's been doing fine and I understand your analogy with podcasting, but I think there's also room for a, you know, a milestone of some sort, which changes things a little bit. And that makes the, the, not, completely transforms you know esports into something when it wasn't anything before that's not what i'm saying but make gets it into a different league makes it to excuse the pun but you know gets it into onto a different stage a bigger stage a bigger town you're in hollywood now kid that's how things work here right so anyway. yeah clearly <laughs> saying hollywood just made me think of uh you know the the producer voice made me think of the hollywood uh level the hollywood stage on uh, overwatch and now i want to play it again
1: so. or love god somebody flip a switch over at blizzard hq i need that game back in my life <laughs>
0: Alright, I guess that is going to be it for us. Um, there's a couple of other tiny news like Shenmue drama, which, pff, whatever. Uh, Kojima has confirmed he has a new studio and he's partnering with Sony, so, uh, he's going to be going the, uh, the, the traditional route for his next project. And, uh, Del Toro might be, uh, well, he's gonna be presenting him with an award, but I guess they might talk in. Re- rejuvenate some kind of a uh, partnership, maybe. Um, Assassin's Creed might skip a year. Woohoo! Amazing, they're taking time to to polish the game. And, good, uh, good. I like those yeah. games. Take more time, please. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> And uh, I loved that that comment by uh, Trevor Noah. You know, the Daily Show, the new host. Uh, he said, "Video game difficulty settings should be one full time job, two part time, three unemployed." And I, I really liked it.
1: I think you know that. I, I think too, That was the first time ever that there's a lot of times, like a lot of uh, video game jokes are, are kind of uh, at the expense of the gamer. And while I think that kind of was, it, it, like, it still like hit the nail on the head. Like, I get it now as I'm as I'm. Uh, uh, being pulled kicking and screaming into adulthood i uh, i get it i absolutely get it that that, hit, that, that joke would uh, hit me at a perfect time
0: yeah yeah no i agree i mean it's like i understand the the you know the complaints of a lot of people who are like oh this game is too easy you just press the button and you progress and you're like yes it is that's what i want i have a job and you know a lot of people are in this situation and they don't that, necessarily okay. have time to
1: to spend 60 hours on a freaking game to complete it it's it's so. absolutely okay, and yeah. you know what? Uh, if you don't like that, go play Bloodborne. Exactly.
0: No? It's it's fine. You there are games for different kinds of people. So
1: yeah, it's it, it's it's been uh, it's been really interesting growing up uh, with video games since <laughs> almost the beginning. I I just missed the Atari era, but um, seeing it go from like if you're you and your buddy liked video, you just liked games. You didn't sit there and debate the individual titles. Um, and then now we're, we're getting to that point where're we're, we're, we're there when we've been there for a while where it's you debate it like you do music or movies or anything else um and and i don't know maybe I'm just getting old Patrick which is hilarious because you make fun of me for our age difference but uh can't everyone just like what the you know you like nickelback okay and while I think they're objectively one of the worst things that ever happened to music whatever man turn it up to 11 and 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 give me the finger like if you like it you like it play it listen to it watch it I don't care
0: yeah, I I will subscribe to that sentiment, and thank you for displaying it, sir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're you're welcome.
0: All right, that's got to be it for us. Thank you so much for being on the show, Mister
1: Weinsroll. Uh, can you tell the fine folk listening
0: where they can find your other
1: works? Well, you can uh, you can find me not listening to Nickelback over on Twitter. <laughs> uh, my Twitter handle is at Garrett Art. There are two R's and two T's in the name Garrett. Everyone, stop spelling it with one T. Stop it now um and you can find all of my other podcasts including Overwatchers which I do with this fine uh, this fine gentleman right here uh, over at amove.tv that's E.tv.
0: Excellent. Uh, thank you so, remu- so much for being on the show. Uh, definitely go check out uh, Overwatchers if you haven't already. We're in the middle of a uh, series where we cover every role in the game. So you can go back and listen to the previous ones at any point and you will have a clear idea of how to play the different roles and what their job is and how to handle them best. Uh, I think that's a really valuable uh you know, a valuable resource if you're going to be getting into the game when the beta comes back. So keep that in mind uh, if you get into the beta when it's back, possibly in a couple of weeks, possibly.
1: I I hope so. People should also listen to that if you want to hear Patrick uh, talk about the distinction between friends and people on your team.
0: Oh my god! I'm never gonna live this down.
1: One of my my favorite uh, things that you decided to go to bat for.
0: <laughs> it was a joke.
1: <laughs> I know, it, I know. But. <laughs> you know, it's
0: gonna. Do, have you ever watched Friends? Uh, actually, no, not really, not on purpose. Oh my god! So you don't know the "We were on a break" thing. No. Okay. The the nope. slightly older people re- will remember that and uh that's my
1: I just never had any interest. I've seen almost every episode of Seinfeld. I've seen mm-hmm. plenty of Frasier. Okay. Just well, not Friends never did it for me.
0: Okay. So I'm just I'm just saying, you know, it was a joke like Ross says to Rachel. Ah, and what? you know, I I you're Rachel in that scenario, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't hey. Anyway, uh, for me, it's not Patrick on Twitter. Uh, you can go check me out on Twitter and on Facebook, also not Patrick. And you can find my shows at Frenchspin.com. Uh, you'll find this show, Pixels. You can comment and uh, let us know what you thought of the episode. And you will find the Phileas Club, which is also uh, a show you might enjoy, even though you think. You might not. So go check it out without any, uh, you know, pre- pre-made preconceptions and uh, you might enjoy it. So go ahead. And uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back hopefully in a couple of weeks. I'm, I will be like surrounded by boxes because I'm moving to, to see through people land, as Scott Johnson puts it. But I, I'm hoping I can, I can make the show anyway. So we'll see what happens then. But uh, hopefully I can, I can do it. Can Um, I nerd out about
1: uh, some breaking news about video games? Ah, please do. Just breaking news. Apparently, Pokemon Blue and Red are getting a redone version for the Nintendo 3DS and uh, bundled, branded 3DSs. Holy shit, I'm going to buy this the first second I can.
0: (laughs) And you're going to play it for 10 minutes and realize how terrible it is and never pick it up again. Uh, How much are we allowed to (laughs) curse? (laughs) As much as you want. I'm just not a Pokemon person. You know, it was... It's it's again one of those generational thing. I was too old to be interested in in a thing that was you know ostensibly for for kids, and too young to actually care about it as a, a fully realized adult who was interested in in Nintendo toysy things.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, those, that's my those... fault. That is entirely on me, Garrett. I, 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 I crafted, agree. Uh, I crafted friendships over Pokemon that last till this day. So. I uh, I love Pokemon Red and Blue and just bring it on, man. I've been I've been wanting this forever.
0: No, but I I, under, I completely understand. You know, I have this on, on other games. Uh, it, it's just I wasn't the right age when it came out, so it doesn't carry all of that meaning for me. I just, I never played it. I didn't exchange Pokemons with friends. I never did that. So for me, it's just this weird little RPG with Pikachu jumping at you and, you know, being cute. So it doesn't have all of the additional stuff that it carries for many many people that will be happy uh to have the pokemon red and blue however i will still be surprised garrett if you tell me that you played those games that you're going to rush out to purchase more than you know 2 or 3 hours
1: uh i will totally beat red again i've beaten i've beaten pokemon red or blue or yellow so many times really um yeah yeah i've, I've probably Jeez, definitely over 10 times.
0: Wow, okay, all right. So, well, (laughs) I might have to eat my hat there. Um, (laughs) You'll let me know how it goes.
1: (laughs) Uh, You you, you truly underestimate the nostalgia factor for the original Pokemon. I don't give a crap about new Pokemon, but the original Pokemon, oh man.
0: You know, it really feels, there are a few games like those that I really feel like I've missed something and I really want to get into it. And I just, I pick up, I, I did pick up the latest Pokemon. Which one was it? Uh can't remember, the 3DS X one.
1: X and Y. Uh, was it X? Yeah, yeah, there, there you Proper go. Proper Pokemon games, yeah. X and Y were the most recent releases. Yeah.
0: So I picked one up and I played it for a little bit, but it was just, I didn't, I couldn't get into it. And it's the kind of thing that I'm sad I'm not into because I just... I, I see everyone around having fun, liking it, having those memories. And I'm like, oh, but I want to be part of that, too. And I just it doesn't.
1: I, 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 I get that. I mean, uh, I've, I've had similar conversations with people who uh, tried watching Star Wars when they were 30. And it's like, yeah, I get it. I get that it didn't hit you the way it hit me when I was five year five years old, you know, with my coloring book. So uh, (laughs) now I I can understand that. But for me, uh, Pokemon hit right at that that perfect like God was I was in sixth grade. I think when when Pokemon Red hit the states. So Mm. um, clearly I Red was my first seeing seeing as I'm not referring to it as red and blue. But uh, yeah, it's um, for me, Pokemon is the Kanto region. So uh, any chance to to revisit it always uh, always makes me happy. And there's really not a lot of games like that in my life. So uh, so when is it coming out? Uh, brr, 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 brr. looks like February 27th so I'm not gonna have to wait long.
0: Oh, but is it like it's a, a reissue of the same game? It's not a remake, right? But it does. It's look- a virtual console thing, is it?
1: I'm trying to see. Even if it's virtual console, I'll just be excited to have it installed on my uh, on my to go gaming pl- platform.
0: All right, fair enough. Well, I'm very happy that you're gonna be happy. If nothing else, <laughs> there's that. Yes. All right. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We will talk to you again in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Bye. (laughs) Bye.